You're listening to the Auditory Entertainment's production of The Canterville Ghost, performed by Miranda Johnson and Ryan Johnson, based on Walton Butterfield's dramatization for the Terror by Night radio show. The Canterville Ghost was originally written by Oscar Wilde. Ghosts? Precisely. A ghost. My lord. You actually expect me to believe that Canterville Chase is haunted, or that there exists such a thing as a ghost? My dear Mr. Otis, I feel it my bounden duty, as the present owner of Canterville Chase, to acquaint you and your family, as the prospective owners, with the facts. Your belief in them rests quite naturally with yourselves. In America, my lord, we have everything that money can buy. We have many of your best actors, your prima donnas, uh, your plays, your novels, your works of art. Believe me, if there were such a thing as a ghost in Europe or England, we'd have it at home in one of our public museums or on the road in a theatrical production. Possibly, Mr. Otis, possibly. I fear, however, that the ghost exists, though it may have resisted the overtures of your enterprising American impresarios, it has been well known for three centuries, and always makes its appearance at Canterville Chase. At Canterville Chase, immediately before the death of any member of our family. Well, so does the family doctor, for that matter, Lord Canterville. We have not cared to live in the place ourselves. But there is no such thing, sir, as a ghost. My grand-aunt, the Dowager Duchess of Bolton, was frightened into a fit. By this ghost? By two skeleton hands being placed on her shoulders as she was dressing for dinner. Imagination, Lord Canterville. Pure, maybe impure, imagination. In conclusion, Mr. Otis, I feel bound to tell you that the ghost has been seen by several members of my family. None of our younger servants would stay with us, and Lady Canterville slept very little at night in consequence of mysterious and persistent noises that came from the corridor and the library. My lord. I appreciate your frankness. I'll take the furniture and the ghost at valuation. We won't mind a ghost in the house. It's perfectly all right. Quite so. Only I beg you to remember, I warned you. I bid you welcome. To Canterville Chase. Thank you, thank you. Oh, what a lovely house. Say, I'm gonna like this. Thank you for permitting me to stay on. Hey, Roger, ask her where the ghost is. Ah, she wouldn't know. We should be lost in this great house without your care. Mmm, tea. Any cakes, Pa? Come on, Roger. Now don't you children touch anything. I laid tea in the library, madam. 
So my children have discovered. What a beautiful room. Don't you love this black paneling, Hiram? Oh, yes. Uh, very pretty. Uh, better pour the tea, Elizabeth. I'll take your wrap, madam. Gee, mm-hmm. these muffins sure are good. They're not muffins, Roger. They're scones, aren't they, Mother? I don't care whether they're scones or muffins. They taste swell. Tea, Washington? No, thanks, Mother. Gee, I don't think I've seen such a beautiful sunset since we've been in England. Well, we all deserve a clear day for a change. I never dreamed there could be so much rain in one month. But today is perfect. Oh, dear. I pushed something off of the tray. A spoon, I think. I'll get it, madam. Thank you, Mrs. Umi. Actually, madam, my name is pronounced Umni. Right over there, in front of the fireplace. I must have... Why, that spot. Children, did you spill anything? Where, mother? There, in front of the fireplace. I'm sure something has been spilled. Yes, madam. Blood. Blood? Blood has been spilled on that spot. Oh. Get out of my way, Roger. Let me see the blood. Are you serious, Mrs. Omni? Quite, madam. Here, let, let me see. How horrid. I don't care at all for bloodstains on the carpet. Don't worry, Elizabeth. We'll get rid of it. It's the blood of Lady Eleanor de Canterville. I don't care whose blood it is, Mrs. Omni. It must be removed. She was murdered on that spot in 1575. Murdered? Yes, Miss Virginia. Murdered. By her own husband, Sir Simon de Canterville. Say, Dad. Some family, these Cantervilles. Sir Simon survived her nine years. And then, mysteriously and suddenly, disappeared. His body has never been discovered. It's his spirit, his guilty spirit, that still haunts the chase. What nonsense. Get the club soda from my suitcase, Washington. Gee, it's a swell blood spot, isn't it, Roland? Have it removed at once, Mrs. Omni. It cannot be removed, madam. Eh. Club soda will get it up in no time. There, you see? It's disappearing already. But, sir, Mr. Otis, I beg of you. See? Now it's all gone. A new club soda would do it. You shouldn't have done it, sir. Sir, you... you shouldn't. Hiram, quickly! Mrs. Umi has fainted. Madam, it's pronounced Omni with an N. Virginia, get some water. What good is a housekeeper who faints? Hush, Hiram. Here, mother. 
Now what do you suppose made her faint? Maybe it was that blood stain. She ought to be used to it. It's been here since 1575. There. She'll be all right now. Are you better, Mrs. Umney? Oh, madam. Oh, there's trouble coming now. And this is only your first day in the house. What do you mean, trouble? I've seen things with my own eyes, sir, that would make any Christian's hair stand on end. There are awful things done here. If you're talking about ghosts, we're not afraid of ghosts, are we, children? Of course not. I'd like to see a ghost, though. So would I. A big one. Many and many a night, I've not closed my eyes for even a wink of sleep. Tonight is sure to be another. I'll take my supper in my room. If you don't mind. That storm didn't come up sudden like that for nothing. Good night to you, madam. And you, sir. And the Lord protect you all. What's that striking now, Elizabeth? Hmm. Oh, it uh, must be twelve. Oh, we came up about eleven. Go to sleep, Hiram. I've been asleep. Just before the clock started to strike, I thought I heard something outside in the hallway. A sort of clanking sound. Now, Hiram, if you're trying to frighten me... Of course I'm not trying to frighten you. But I tell you, I heard something. Be quiet. Yes, I did, Hiram. It sounded like a... a chain being dragged. Like a rusty chain. Get up. Strike a match. It's coming nearer. It's right outside the door now. See what it is, Hiram. <laughs> Hiram! Didn't you see it, Hiram? Of course I saw it. Horrible! A, a terrible-looking old man. His eyes were red as burning coals, and his long gray hair was... Ugh! Something was hanging from his wrists and ankles, too. Chains. That's what we heard. Why don't you do something, Hiram? I am. Be quiet. <coughs> My dear sir, I really must insist on you oiling those chains. Here's a small bottle of chain oil. I shall leave it here on this hall table. If you want more, just shout. Good night. Hiram, what did you do? The only thing I could think of to stop that damn clanking. Maybe we can get some sleep now. What was that? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Something fell. You missed him, Roland. Now he's gone. Here, what's going on out there? We saw him, Daddy. We saw him. A, a dirty old man. 
It must have been that Canterville ghost. Roland missed him, too. Washington almost hit him with our pillow. What's all this glass? It's the bottle of chain oil I put here on that table for that... that whatever it was. It was the ghost, Daddy. The ghost of that old man who murdered his wife down in the library. Nonsense. You can't tell me. What the... Virginia. Where's Virginia? Here she comes. What's the matter, Verge? Mother, father, I was just in the library. I couldn't sleep, and I went down for my writing case, which I'd left in front of the fire. Did you see him, Verge? Him? Who? The Canterville ghost. The dirty old man. He was here in the hall. He broke a bottle to pieces and disappeared, just as I threw a pillow at him. Daddy saw him. Virginia, are you all right? Yes, I'm all right. But, Mother, Father, that blood stain On the carpet in front of the fire? Yes, dear. Forget about it. Your father wiped it out. That's it, Mother. It's back again. Redder and bloodier than it was before. Well, if you ask me, we've been here a whole week, and we haven't made much progress at all. Well, what can you do in weather like this? We're lucky to have such a large fireplace. I'm not talking about the weather. I'm talking about the ghost. Oh, now, Washington. Can't we go to bed one night without talking about that horrible apparition? The more we talk about it, Elizabeth, the less it should frighten you. You don't see me or even the twins shuddering and screaming. Virginia isn't afraid. No. I feel sort of sorry for him. Poor old ghost. Well. I can't help feeling that it would be much safer if you, Hiram, and Washington, and even the twins, took it a little more seriously. We don't want to have to move. Seriously? I don't mind the old fellow if he'd just keep quiet and let us sleep. After more than 300 years, he certainly has claim on the place. But I'll tell you one thing. If he doesn't use that chain oil and quit smashing my bottles, I'm going to take his chains away from him. He who laughs last... Ghosts do not laugh, Elizabeth. Mind you, I do think the pillow-throwing and pea-shooting... Now, for heaven's sake, Hiram, don't start the twins again. They're fast asleep long ago. Getting rested up for midnight, probably. Little devils. Might I come in, madam? Of course, Mrs. Umi. Come in. These bloody yanks... Can't even pronounce my name properly. Madam and sir, I'm quite upset about everything this past week. Of course, we all are. But it's not your fault. This beastly weather, getting settled, not that, madam. It's... it's what goes on at night. Nonsense. We'll have those hijinks cleared up in no time. Besides, 
Miss Otis gave you full permission to remain in your room, safe and sound. Safe? Was old Madame de Trimulac safe when she woke up early one morning and saw a skeleton seated in her favorite armchair, reading her diary? Was Lady Shutterfield safe when five unseen fingers clutched her throat so tightly that she almost strangled and had to wear a black velvet band around her throat until the day she died? I could go on like that. Please don't. I admit that while I do not, of course, believe in such a thing as this Canterville ghost, there is something about this house that... That interferes with our sleep, and that which we are going to squelch if... If it costs you the life of one of your family? Please. If you persist in your silly fears... Then, please, may I give notice, sir? We'll talk about that tomorrow, or the day after. Tomorrow may be too late. Doesn't the persistence of the blood spot on the library carpet tell you anything, sir? Yes, that is a head-scratcher, I must admit. If I myself hadn't locked up the library tight every night after removing the stains... Six nights it has been, sir. And each morning, the blood is back again, as though you'd never touched it. Yes, but what kind of blood is it? Washington, you've got your list. Why, yes, father. Here it is. The first morning, it came back blood red and returned even bloodier than the next three mornings. The fourth morning, it was dull, almost Indian red. The fifth, it was vermilion, and this morning, it was sort of a rich purple. Sort of like a chameleon, isn't it? I don't think we ought to joke about this, Mother. I know you shouldn't joke about it, Miss. I'm considering writing an article on the subject of the permanence of sanguineous stains when connected with crime. I think I'll go to bed now, Mother. I think we all better. It's long after eleven. Are you going to lock the library again, Hiram? I certainly am. Come on, Washington. We may have a new color for your chart tomorrow morning. Good night, madam. And I pray it is a good night. Washington, did you screen the fire? Sure did, Dad. Lock her up. Are you coming, Hiram? Coming, Elizabeth. It's almost time to wake the twins. Have you got everything ready? Yes, in my closet. I'll wait until just before midnight. See you later. Good night, Dad. Good night, son. What time is it, Raj? Half past four. I'm getting sleepy waiting. Wonder what's the matter with the old ghost. Maybe he's died. He did that in 1575. Or he wouldn't be a ghost. Shh! I hear something. He must be outside the door now. What happened? I think we got him. He tripped on the string. See, it's broken. 
Did you hear him shriek when he saw our scarecrow? Look, he knocked it over. The broom handle's gone right through the pumpkin shell. Something tells me this will be the last we hear of ye old Canterville ghost. Where's Virginia? Uh, Virginia! Verge! Verge! Roger, Roland, help us find your sister. Look in all the rooms. I'll look downstairs. Verge! Where are you? Virginia! Hiram, what's the matter? Where's Virginia? Be quiet, Mother. She's around someplace. She's not in bed, Daddy. The bed's all messed up. That you, Virginia? No, sir. It's me, Mrs. Umney. Has anything happened? Happened? Virginia, my little girl! Help us find her! Wake up the servants! Now, Elizabeth, be quiet. We'll find her. She's probably fallen asleep in one of the big chairs downstairs by the fire. Is she there, Washington? No, Dad. The library's locked, and she's not in any of the other rooms. Oh, oh God. This, this all comes of your crazy fooling in the halls with that... With the Canterville ghost, madam. I heard him talking through the house. Washington, catch this key and open the library doors. She may have gotten in there somehow and fallen asleep. All right, Dad. Since midnight he's been prowling around. We didn't see him, Mrs. Omni. We've been waiting around for him since the clock struck twelve. He didn't come out until just a few minutes ago. Oh, no. <laughs> there, there, madam. Maybe she's safe after all. Is she there, Washington? No, Dad. Everything's just the way we left it in the library. Except... Except what? Except the blood stain. It's back again. Only this time it's much bigger and bloodier than it's ever been before. Oh, Virginia. Oh, Virginia. My baby, my baby's gone. Take her to the room, Miss Umney, and wake the other servants. And all the gardeners, too. We'll search the grounds. Daylight's coming. I knew it. I knew this was to be the night. This is his revenge for all you've done to him the past week. Be quiet, Miss Umney. Virginia can't be far. We'll find her, if we have to search every corner and tear apart every brick. <laughs> oh, is this your hiding place, Mr. Ghost? My name is Sir Simon de Canterville. Yes, Sir Simon. What are you doing here? I started to the twins' room to beg them to leave you alone tonight. I feel very sorry for you, Mr. G- uh, Sir Simon. But the twins are going back to Eton next week, and then, if you behave yourself, no one will annoy you. Behave myself? 
then I'd have no reason for existing. You know, you've been very wicked. Miss Umni told us... Miss Umni, ugh. The first day we arrived here, that you killed your wife. That was purely a family matter, and of no concern of Miss Umi, or your family, or anyone else. Don't you know it's very wrong to kill anyone? Ethics. Bah! My wife was very plain. She never had any of my ruffs properly starched. She knew nothing of cookery. She couldn't... What's the matter? Are you angry at me for being here? No. Though, I am a bit angry at myself for letting you find me. I was resting. But after all, you are much nicer than the rest of your family. Your father and the boys. I mean, they're rude, disrespectful. Oh! What's the matter? So it was you who stole my box of paints, and all the different shades of red are used up. That explains the silly bloodstain on the library carpet. Well, what was I to do? It was very difficult to get real blood nowadays. Didn't it frighten you? No, of course it didn't. Though I think it did my mother a little, and it certainly annoyed father. Mrs. Umi is the only one... Ah, yes, Mrs. Umi. Am I the only one around here who can say Umni? A very satisfactory person. I do hope you'll be nice from now on, Sir Simon. No, no, please don't go, Miss Virginia. You're great comfort to one as lonely and so unhappy as I am. But I'm getting sleepy. Sleepy? I have not slept for three hundred years. Poor, poor ghost. Have you no place where you can sleep? There is a garden where the grass grows long and deep, where the nightingale sings all night through, while the cold crystal moon looks down, and yew trees spread their giant arms over the sleeper. You mean... The Garden of Death? Yes. It must be so beautiful to lie in the soft brown earth, with the grasses waving above one's head, and listen to silence. To have no yesterday, and no tomorrow. Have you ever read the old prophecy on the stained glass library window? Yes. I learned it by heart the first day we came. When a golden girl can pray from out the lips of sin, when the barren almond bears, and a little child shall give away its tears, then shall the house be still and peace come to Canterville. You can be that golden girl, Miss Virginia, and open for me the portals of death's house, for love is always with you, and love is stronger than death is. I don't think I know what you mean. If you will weep with me because I have no tears, and pray for me because I have no faith, you who have always been sweet, good, and gentle, 
will move the angel of death to have mercy on me. But where would I have to do this, Sir Simon? In darkness filled with fearful shapes, where wicked voices will whisper in your ear. But they will not harm you, for against the purity of a little child, the powers of hell cannot prevail. Are you afraid? I am not afraid, and I will ask the angel to have mercy on you. Mother? Father? Everybody? Where are you? I'm back! Oh, my darling! My darling! Thank God! Where have you been? We were just about to send out search parties. Hiram! Hiram, she's here! She's here in the upper hall! Safe and sound! Oh, Mother, I'm so sorry you were worried. I didn't know it would take so long. Take so long. Virginia, where have you been, child? Come up, boys, she's here. Tell the servants to go back to bed. Oh, Miss Virginia, are you really safe? Oh, my baby, my baby. Here she is, Roger. Here she is! Hooray! Hooray! Well, Virginia, where have you been? I've been with the ghost. He is dead. After waiting three hundred years, he has gone to sleep in peace. Would you like to see him? Child, what are you talking about? There's a panel in the wall near the window, in the tapestry room. He's there in a little cell, just a skeleton tied to a huge iron ring. Come on, twins, to the tapestry room. That would be the remains, where they've been hiding all these years, of old Sir Simon de Canterville. He had been very wicked, but he was really sorry for all that he had done. Before he could really die and go to sleep forever, he needed someone to pray for him. So he asked me to pray for him. And I did. And he gave me this box of beautiful jewels before he died. Dad, come quick. It's here, just as Virginia said. The secret room and the skeletons and everything. Oh, my child, my child. What a night of terror and heartache. Never mind, madam. The ghost of Sir Simon will walk no more. See? It's light already, and quite clear. Why, fancy that! What is it, Miss Umni? That old, withered almond tree in the court. I do believe it's blossomed. Yes, I can see the flowers quite plainly in the dawn. Can you really, Mrs. Umni? then you need never fear the Canterville ghost again, for he is at rest.
This concludes the Auditory Entertainment's production of The Canterville Ghost, performed by Miranda Johnson and Ryan Johnson. The Canterville Ghost was originally written by Oscar Wilde. If you enjoyed this performance, please subscribe, leave a comment, or review. If you have an original story or a suggested one in the public domain, please contact us at auditoryentertainments at gmail.com or on the web at auditoryentertainments.com. Thank you for listening, and have a happy Halloween.